Well, hello, pinkies. This is the Faye Driver once again. I'm alive. If you were worried that maybe I got um, detained at the border, that they wouldn't let me in because of all the contraband I was carrying in my ass. Um, but uh, they didn't get me. So I am back at home in my wonderful home province of British Columbia, sleeping at home in my own giant king-size bed. And uh, it is very nice to be back living in a house where the walls don't move. So, what should I say? (laughs) I'm not sure. The last episode I put out, I was starting to really get perturbed about this whole situation of living in an RV. Um, Oh, I didn't wash my windshield. Damn it. Um, And so, uh, I guess I'm over that now. We're home. I'm very happy to be home. I have to tell you, though, we did have to drive home in a snowstorm. (laughs) Because, uh, well, you know, the snow came on the day that we really wanted to get home. So that was a bit of a, that was, uh, that was a, that was a difficult situation. Driving a heavy trailer up a very high mountain over the, over the mountain passes, two mountain passes, uh, one was 1,400 meters and one was 1,300 meters. That's about, I don't know, 5,000 feet, I guess. Three, 4,000 to 5,000 feet. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was a pretty dicey day driving home through that snowstorm. It was, the snow was only up in the mountains. Um, uh, but it was definitely snow that stuck. When we left, we originally thought, oh, we knew it was going to snow on the Coquihalla Pass for those British Columbians. Um, but I figured, oh, you know, it's going to be like a, a centimeter of snow. The snow's going to fall. It's going to melt on the ground and we're, we'll be just fine. But it turns out that it was more like uh, three or four centimeters you know, a couple of inches of snow that was actually sticking to the ground. Um, And so going up that worst, there's this really, really bad steep hill called the Smasher. Um, It it was quite bad and I actually had to kick down to four-wheel drive. I had to put my rig into four-wheel drive in the middle of a heavy pull. And I'm impressed with my truck that the four-wheel drive actually engaged when it was under significant load because, uh, you know, we were actually spinning in the snow, battling our way up the mountain, um, the big hill. You know, the hill is 13 kilometers long, uh, which is about 10 miles long. And... uh, and the, the truckers, the Trucker Alex trucks, they're all battling to get up this hill as well. So there's a lot of traffic trying to get up that hill on the snowy roads. 
and uh, you know I was pulling my 10,000 12,000 pound trailer and uh, I had to pass these trucks um, that were all in the slow lane I had to bop over into the the lane that was not traveled in very much uh, meaning I was driving on actual fresh snow, which is why we, we started slipping. So I kicked it into four-wheel drive uh, with my little switch here, click, and it actually engaged. And I was very grateful because uh, we would not have made it up that hill if I couldn't get it into four-wheel. <clears throat> and it's really slow, right? You're chugging up this hill at like 40 miles an hour, <laughs> if that. Um trying to get up the hill so it was really dicey it was very dicey situation um, but nonetheless we made it and uh, we got home and it was so nice to get home uh, but now that I am home I have a thousand things to do for instance today I am heading to uh, the, the storage the trailer storage warehouse. Oh, also, I had to get my... I took my trailer in for service after we got home. Had my hubs and brakes serviced and everything is fine. You know, I have a complaint about the way that these service stations work, service centers. Any Anytime you take any vehicle into service, you know, you talk to the guy at the front desk. He just writes into the computer what what you want and then it gets passed to the technician and the t- technician does all the work. Well, I am I am quite fussy. I would like to know like exactly what is the state of my brakes cuz you know I had my brakes I it was a brake and hub service on the trailer. So you know we got uh, two axles, four wheels on the trailer and the the trailer wheels they need to have the 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 hubs greased um, in some, time, some cases, they take the hubs apart and they repack the bearings. They may have done that, actually. I'm not sure. And I'm, the reason I'm not sure is because you don't get any good, clear direction from the guy at the service desk about what happened. So, you know, they, they do all this work. They check my brakes. I want to know what is the state of my brakes. How, much, how many millimeters of brake pad wear do I have? Like, how much, how much life is left in the brakes? And am I overusing them? How bad is it? Because the last time I took my trailer in, the brakes were had to be completely rebuilt. So, uh, because the person who owned the trailer before me and me may have overused the brakes. So we had a very uh, expensive brake job that we had to get done the last time. That was two years ago. Ten... Uh, 13,000 kilometers ago, I had my brakes basically rebuilt. Uh, not entirely brand new, but most of the components are brand new. Not the, not the, not the hubs, you know, the brake, uh, the drum, the brake drum was not rebuilt. <clears throat> it was turned, however, so that's concerning because now you have this brake drum that has had some millimeters of the surface shaved away on it to make the brake drum uh, true again, perfectly uh, in a, as a perfect circle. 
Anyway, let's not get into that. So, I take my trailer in, let's do this work, and let me know how are the brakes, and how are the drums, and how is everything. I also have this issue of the one trailer tire being out of alignment. Uh, can you look at the suspension and tell me, is there anything wrong with the suspension that might be causing the tire to be out of alignment? Because it could be as simple as a shackle or a bolt in the, in the leaf spring uh, suspension system that's been worn down and causing the tire to go off kilter. You know, who knows? So they do the job. Oh, the other frustrating thing is, yep, it'll be ready in an hour. You can come and pick it up. So I go in an hour to pick it up. And, oh, sorry, we're just getting it out. Uh, just be another 20 minutes. Okay, I waited another 20 minutes. So, you know, it'll be ready in such and such. It was an hour after they said it was going to be ready. So I'm waiting around, trying to waste my time doing whatever at the RV shop waiting for my trailer to come out. So that was frustrating as well. Uh, anyway, let's get back to this <laughs> brake job. So they go in, they do all the work, and then at the end of the day, I pick up my trailer and I talk to the front desk guy. So tell me, what's the state of my brakes? How is it? Oh, let me see. Let me see what the technician said. Everything is good. Everything is good. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. What did you do? Nothing needed to be done. Okay, so any indication of brake wire life? Oh, sorry, we don't. I don't have that information here. So... Like you, were, if I was, if I was more assertive, I would have said, "Well, let me talk to the technician. I want to know what the hell is the state of my brakes." Because you know, when I'm using my trailer, I do everything to preserve the life of my brakes. I don't use my brakes. <laughs> I don't use my windshield wipers. <laughs> so I, you know, I use these things as little as possible to. Uh, so that I don't have to spend a thousand dollars on a brake job. So I find that so frustrating. So anyway, I got my trailer home. We're home. The trailer's back in the storage. And today I'm going to the trailer. One, to get my snow blower. And uh, I put Mother Anderson's winter tires on for her on her car. And so she she has winter tires. I'm waiting for the shop, the tire shop, to get my Porsche winter tires mounted onto their winter rims. And they're like, yeah, okay, well, you know, we're pretty busy. I mean, I admit, it's my fault. It's November, and I'm taking my rims in to get the tires put on them. Because as you recall, I had my rims refurbished because they were so badly corroded so anyway I got my what are effectively brand new rims I got to get my snows back on them and put my snow tires on the Porsche so anyway they're like uh, yeah we're swamped because it's November so uh, we'll let you know when they're ready so uh, the guy calls me and said oh I forgot to ask you do you do you need tire pressure monitors on these rims and I said no this car doesn't have tire pressure monitoring and he said okay great 
uh, I'll let the guy continue. So I was under the impression yesterday that they were working on the job and it would be ready <laughs> yesterday. And of course, I'm waiting. Okay, I don't want to do anything because I know he's going to phone me in the next hour to get, come get my rims. Of course, they never phone. I happen to drive by the place and all my rims and tires are still sitting out there on the pavement outside the door. You know, they've been there for three, four days now. No, what is it? I guess three days. Uh, so, you know, frustrations with these service people. Now I got to get this truck in for a bit of service. Again, I'm, I want to know what the state of my brakes are because uh, I've been driving a trailer around for 10, 13,000 kilometers, roughly 10,000 miles. So I want to know how how badly did I wear out my brakes? Because <laughs> I wasn't using my trailer brakes. <laughs> uh, it's not entirely true. I do turn my tra trailer brakes on when I need them. So I do use them. But I generally run them with the, with the trailer brakes off. And if you want to know how I do that, Casey in Denver, you can write me a, an email. <clears throat> um... Okay, where so where am I? I'm going to the tray. I'm going to the trailer storage lot. One, because I have business there, because I'm the president of the Strata Council. Um, so we got a big. I had a big project which I've been working on for four years as the president of the Strata Council of the warehouse location, the warehouse building that I own, and. Uh, if all goes well today, then my four years of work will be done. Then I can move on to the other ridiculous problems that a strata council president has to deal with. Anyway, that's another issue. So I'm taking Mother Anderson's tires. I'm taking our lawnmower and our log splitter back to the storage warehouse. I'm going to get our snowblower. Um, which some people say refer to as a snow thrower, and I wonder why. Why can't we not call it a snow blower? Because that's isn't that what it's doing? It's a fan. It's effectively a fan or an auger that is propelling the snow out the chute into the into the ditch or wherever you're pushing it. So why are we not allowed to call it a snow thrower? And everyone refers to them as... No, everyone... We're not allowed to call it a snow blower. And everyone refers to them as snow throwers now. Is that because there's a copyright issue? Was snow blower uh, a trademarked name? Uh, because... Everyone now calls them snow throwers, which is a, that's a dumb name. Snow thrower. That's that's a real tongue twister. You might as well say snow repositioning device. I mean, why aren't we calling it a snow repositioning device if we can't call it a snow thrower? No, snow blower. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna go get my snow thrower because we're going to probably have snow in the next two days. Um, you know, there's... So I left my house 
unattended, effectively unattended, for two months. And I get back and actually everything is fine at the house. But now that I'm back, I've got a thousand things to do to get ready for winter. Sort of to get my house back in order. Of course, it's been sitting unclean for two months. Because we left in the middle of a firestorm. We came home in a snowstorm. Um, you should see the Tesla. We, we drove the Tesla through the fire situation when we left back on August the 21th or something like that. Um, and uh, the car got loaded up with ash that was falling out of the sky. And then it got parked for two months at the, in, inside the storage warehouse. And then I, we come back and the car is just covered in ash and it's still covered in ash because I have not yet been able to um, clean that car or wash that car or anything. So the, there's, there's ash in the interior, there's ash all over the outside of it, just kind of stuck to it and in all the little nooks and crannies. Um, so I got to wash that car, I got to get my snow tires on the Porsche. And I got to get this truck serviced for a fuel filter and possibly an oil filter. I guess I could look, see what the computer wants here. Anyway, I'll do that later. So, uh, super busy. And then, of course, I have all of my volunteer organizations, you know, driving the old people, all kinds of things happening with that, which I'll talk about in a different episode Um, so, anyway, I guess, I don't know what else to say. I am back. Um, I have not consulted my list for podcast topics. I'm not going to. Um, so you can look forward to receiving more episodes from me, not related to living in a RV trailer. I don't know if I need to tell you anything else about the United States. I will say it was so nice to get back into Canada. You know, you you just breathe this this sigh of relief. Ah, we're home. And you get to drive through places where, oh, I know this place. You're very familiar with the roads and the traffic and how to get where you're going. And, you know, the funny thing was it took us about four minutes to get through the border we thought there'd be all kinds of issues. Oh, you're coming back from two months in an RV? All right, let's uh, rip this RV apart and see what you're hiding. But uh, I guess the, the two queens from the interior of British Columbia don't come off as much of a threat when you're, when you're uh, moving contraband across the border. Which makes me think I should get into a new business. Anyway, that's a topic for another day. (laughs) I am the Faye Driver. Thanks for listening. And I'll be back again soon. Take care. Bye.